They said, we got to take you to a holding area. Before I could get to the holding area, who come running in between the trailers? Ah! He's trying to pick me up. I don't believe you came. I don't believe you came. Everybody's scared of me. Look at my little ass. Greg, what can I do to somebody? Everybody's scared of my ass. Come on, we go on the trailer. He's like, oh, man, I love you so much, and I miss you. I was like, I miss you too. He's like, how smooth doing? I'm like, he's okay. He's like, I want to know because I love him just like I love you. But you call me. What you got in your last album on Def Jam? I'm going to get you 50,000 more right now, right here on the road. They said we don't put out no positive hip-hop. Your music is fun. People love it. They love you in Cali. They love you in New York. Man, you know what? Let's do your first single tonight. And I'll do the hook and we'll just bug the world out. Passion. My bitch is like a young Cleopatra. Be on yoga mats in a stair master. Beat her from the back. I'm a head snatcher. I'm a weed puller. Pressure nigga. We like, please pull her. We gon' air at you. Last nigga try to play with me. You know they find a fuck nigga dead after. Alright, cut that shit. Cut that shit off. Yeah, man. I couldn't give you all that. <laughs> oh no, my brother, you gotta get your own. <laughs> Time out, time out, time the fuck out. Time out. Yeah, man. This is the new shit. It's the new episode. Shock of the hour. We got to start off with some shocking ass news. And you got some crazy news today out of Brooklyn, man. Hey, yo, man, turn that shit on, man. Turn that motherfucking shit on, bro. All right, turn that shit on. Anyway, man, crazy news out of Brooklyn. LaMarcus Aldridge has abruptly retired, y'all. Wow. Due to complications from an irregular heartbeat, Aldridge a couple of days ago was feeling some pain in his chest and as soon as he went to the doctor the doctor said that if he would have continued playing basketball at the rate he was playing he could have had a heart attack on the court and possibly could have died it's what I'm hearing from sources so he had in a regular heartbeat and decided after a 15 year career to retire this is sad news you know despite me talking shit about Aldridge you know getting you know his head handed to him by Andre Drummond last week you know you never want to see nobody retire before they wanted to especially retire when you had a chance this year 
to win a title. This reminds me of Elgin Baylor when he injured his foot and he had to retire because of that. And then the Lakers would would go on to win the NBA championship in 1970 without him. So this is a sad, sad day, but I'm seeing a lot of disrespect of LaMarcus Aldridge. There are Laker fans, mostly, celebrating that this man retired, laughing in the comments box. But I asked the question, what if that was you? What if that was somebody you loved? What if you had a heart attack and just died, nigga? How would you feel? You'd be dead. You wouldn't feel shit. Bitch-ass niggas. Motherfuckers is laughing at Aldridge for having an irregular heartbeat, man. That is some sad shit. It's a fucked up world we live in where... Nobody laughed when Chris Bosh had to retire due to those blood clots. But why laugh at Aldridge for? It's not like he was the same LaMarcus Aldridge from Portland. He's just the guy that can score 15, probably get you six or seven rebounds. No harm, no foul. Aldridge wasn't even that kind of player that exhibited arrogant behavior. He's been a savvy veteran and a respectable NBA player throughout his entire career. So why laugh at something like that? Stupid motherfuckers. Anyway, we got some great news. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is to represent Kobe Bryant at the Hall of Fame. So he's going to be doing the speech for Kobe. And me, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited about this. But off topic, just for a second. I still don't know 15, 16 years later when we ever called this nigga Big Ellie, bro. I had to throw that joke up in that bitch. But anyway, yeah, man, I'm excited about Jordan doing the Kobe Bryant speech at the... uh, Hall of Fame this year. I'm excited for that. Anyway, we got more sad news. Jamal Murray tore his ACL a couple of days ago. I was watching that game, and when I saw him hitting the floor, smacking the floor on the ground, I was like, God damn it. And I saw the knee shift. It reminded me of that Baron Davis injury in the playoffs where... He went down and the knee just shifted mid-air. But my prayers go out to Jamal Murray, man. This is going to be a big loss for Denver. However, they're looking to fill that hole by possibly, this isn't official yet, they are possibly going to sign Austin Rivers. And that would be a decent replacement. It wouldn't be like, a godly replacement, but this can help Denver, you know, at least soften the blow of losing a guy like Murray with his kind of versatility. But yes, this definitely complicates Denver's quest for a championship. 
Victor Oladipo could return sooner than anticipated. Um. Well, you know, the sooner the better, because Oladipo still hadn't ha- have um integrated himself into that Miami lineup yet, and it would be great if Oladipo returned before the season's end. That way they could have him ready to go. Because he's definitely a big, 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 big part. Of what Miami has going on. And they, this could impact a lot. I'm noticing that Stephen Curry has been on a tear. Steph Curry is trying to carry that team to the playoffs. Although I have said that Curry definitely needs another dude to be successful. He has proven a lot of people wrong, including myself. Because this man has been on a tear. He's been averaging, what, like 36, 37 points the last seven, eight games? Like, this dude is a baller. At his age, he's doing pretty good for himself. Um, I've noticed that a lot of people have been just randomly putting out, been putting out a lot of DMX's either unreleased work or stuff that he had in the works. My question is, is this a money grab or is this genuinely from the heart? Now, I know that Swiss Beats has enough money. He doesn't necessarily need a money grab. I know Swiss is doing stuff from the heart because they used to run together. But there was a couple of DMX songs that leaked, that songs that leaked and stuff like that. But there was a song released today which features Swiss, DMX, and French Montana. And I heard the record, and I like the record. There's been other songs released that I did not choose to hear. Yeah, the song is called uh, Been to War. But anyway, I've been watching all the smoke for the last couple of days. I watched the Lamar Odom one. And um, the Lamar Odom episode, wow. 
I still can't believe that this dude had, he said he had, um, I forgot the number of strokes and heart attacks he had, man. I think it was six, six heart attacks and 12 strokes or something like that. And for him to come out of that is fucking amazing. Like Odom went through a whole lot. Then I also watched some of the Chris Webber, All the Smoke episode, just getting that dynamic and background between, you know, it seems like Jalen Rose and Chris Webber, I don't know, man. I, I want them two to make up, man. But I, it seemed like Chris Webber was definitely affected by what Jalen Rose said about him. And Chris Webber seems to be, like, at peace with it. Because he can still talk about him and not have any malice towards uh, Jalen. Um, the Los Angeles Clippers are undefeated with Ray John Rondo in the lineup. I think they are 7-0 and the last time that I checked. And I knew this was going to happen. I knew the Clippers were going to make a jump once Rondo came to that team because now Rondo can run the show while Kawhi and Paul George do not even have to ISO that much or do that much ball handling. I mean, you also got Reggie Jackson, too, that can bring the ball up. And get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in comfortable positions to score. And adding Rondo to that lineup adds a lot of versatility. Because when Rondo was on the Lakers last year, he added some of that same flair. And was able to get people to ball while still still being able to finish at the rim. And Rondo's hitting threes. Yet again this season. You know, honestly, I thought that was a fluke. Him hitting those threes last year in the playoffs, but nah. He really worked on his jumper. Wild story. DJ Mustard was scammed by someone who he hired as his stylist. This person was technically Mustard's personal shopper. You know, he would tell her to go buy his clothes, you know, to buy the freshest gear, and he would slide her X amount of money on the card, and Shorty decided to do the more money. <laughs> you remember more money? Damon Wayans got caught stealing credit cards and shit, and his boss found out, and he blackmailed him by giving him his own personal card to buy shit with on some scamming shit. That's what that lady did. I don't know the lady's name. I don't really care at this point. She's a scammer. But yeah, she had stole more than $40,000 to go shopping for herself. And you know, she sent him text messages like, I'm sorry, I let my greed overcome me. Just very disappointing. That 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 shit's kind of weird. But you know, I understand temptations a motherfucker. But dude, you had a job to do. What the fuck? 
that shit wow you can't i mean in in the music business you cannot trust everybody you cannot trust nobody uh shannon sharp versus kevin durant here we go again see this is what i don't like about the media Anybody that's a threat to LeBron James, Shannon Sharp just criticizes the fuck out of them and makes what they're doing sound so minuscule. And Shannon Sharp had the nerve to use a fake quote on Undisputed. Here's the quote, the fake quote, because allegedly, you know, Durant said this on a podcast, although the quote it's kind of legitimate though you know i think the quote is legitimate as far as what it is right durant allegedly said because this is a fake quote people try to discredit my rings but honestly i feel like they're the most valuable of our era people argue lebron james is the goat but if i beat him in back-to-back finals then what does that make me that's actually a very good point to be honest despite the quote being fake but that is interesting though you know, you know what it makes Kevin Durant? It makes him a great all-time player. It makes him one of the most unstoppable players of our generation. This dude is a seven-foot guard who you can't really block his shot. You know, he arcs it as high as Rasheed Wallace used to. And he's got the perfect pulley release. Like, Durant's one of the best all-around players that I've ever seen. And is and is virtually unguardable. The only person that I seen lock up Kevin Durant is Tony Allen. That's it. Um, but yeah, man, Shannon Sharp and Kevin Durant got into it or whatever. I mean, <laughs> this was a very interesting situation because I guess Kevin Durant. Um, decided to respond to Shannon Sharp. Y'all, rem- Shannon Sharp said, "Y'all remember the fake account, Katie? When Katie said, now everybody want to play for the Heat and the Lakers. Let's go back to being competitive and going at the these peoples. Then join seventy three nine Warriors and builds Nets into a superpower with Kyrie and Hart. And oh my God! And Kevin Durant responded with, "Old Shannon refuses to respond to me." Yo, Shannon, why are you using your platform to push fake quotes about me? And Shannon responded with KD, if you want to talk to me, I'm not hard to find. I'm not going back and forth on social media. Whatever our differences are, they can be handled out of the eye of social media. But wait a minute. You decided to talk shit about this man. This nigga was minding his own business. And you decided to bring up a quote that was fake. And then you want to talk shit about what Kevin Durant made a personal choice about. And you expect him not to respond to that. That's what I mean. Like when people respond, they automatically get thrown in a uh, in the emotional category when they're defending themselves. They're standing up for themselves. Like what is the what is the thin line between being emotional and taking up for yourself and displaying self-esteem 
And Kevin Durant responded with, we can talk in front of everybody. It ain't that serious, Shannon. You go on TV in front of everybody pushing fake shit. Now you want to talk in private. Why are you lying on TV, Shannon? And then after that, Shannon Sharp decided to block him. And Kevin Durant, you know, responded with, but I get called emotional when you block me. I mean, Katie was bringing the smoke and Shannon Sharp ran. Like this dude, Kevin Durant is the goddamn internet slayer. Like this dude has knocked off Shannon Sharp, Michael Rappaport, and Kendrick Perkins within the last year. I wonder who his next target's going to be. I wonder who's going to be next to talk that shit about Kevin Durant. Last but not least, I want to correct an error I think I made on one of my shows about the Suns. I still stand by my statement, but instead of... This is what I meant to say. I felt like the Phoenix Suns were already going to be a playoff team because... Last year, DeAndre Ayton missed 30 games. And I was wrong about them being 0.5 games back from the 8th seed. They were 0.5 games from the ninth seed in the play-in game, not the 8th seed. So I want to correct that error. But I still feel like the Phoenix Suns without Chris Paul was going to make the playoffs. But I think Chris Paul was the veteran presence that the team needed to put them over the top. That's why they're second in the West and not seventh and eighth in the West. Chris Paul is the reason why they're not at the bottom of the playoffs. I'll give him that. Conway the motherfucking machine. If you missed or if you didn't hear the song that was playing at the beginning of the show, that was off of Conway's new album that was just released tonight called La Maquina, which is the machine in Spanish, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I listened to it a couple of times and I was like, I think personally, I'm not saying this because I'm hyped up or anything, but I I truly believe that this is Conway's best body of work, hands down. It has the versatility that you want in a rap album. It has the lyricism that you want in a, a rap album. It has the different choices of beats that you want in a rap album. And the features did their job with the exception of El Camino and Shots, no disrespect. But I just wasn't feeling the track that they were on. But La Makina is an experience. Um, Two Chains has a verse of the year candidate on 200 Pies. Two Chains had already bodied the verse on Benny the Butcher's plug talk. This last. Um. How long ago was November, y'all? Shit. 
this last five to, to, to seven months has been great for uh, 2 Chains. 2 Chains has been killing verses, and So Help Me God was a pretty damn good album. I swear, man, 2 Chains body 200 pies. I mean, KD was the song that I was playing at the beginning of the show. 6.30 tip-off. Let me tell you something. Bangladesh is one of the most underrated producers in the game. He gave Conway a banger with 6.30 tip-off. That's one of the best beats of the year. Scatterbrain with Ludacris and Jitty Jit. Man, listen. Jig killed it. Luda killed it. Conway killed it. It was just a great track. Although I had too high of an expectation for SE Gang, still a solid track or whatever. I like Bruiser Brody too. Just a great all-around project to me. I was feeling that. It was even better than uh, Conway's other offering this year called um, If It Bleeds It Can Be Killed. Last but not least, award list. You know, when I do the King Known Awards or whatever the case may be, a lot of people feel like I'm being biased because some of the same people win some of the same awards. I have to address this. I mean, your favorite rapper either came whacked that year, your favorite rapper or your favorite R&B singer didn't drop an album that year your favorite artist ain't come with the smoke so if you sick of some of the same people winning awards I'm gonna need you to tweet out or or DM your favorite artist until they ask to get to work if you want your man to get some shine on my fucking awards tell them niggas hey Drop your album, bitch. I'm sick of these niggas running the game. Because these niggas is dominating the game. Last but not least, before I go, before I start rambling, right? There's this meme out there with a with a with like a little uh stick that came from a tree and it's poking at Kendrick Lamar like, come on do something <laughs> I ain't go I ain't go front that shit was funny as hell I was trying hard as hell to hold in my laugh about that yeah I mean um as I think I think it was either today or yesterday that damn Kendrick Lamar's last release is four years old are you sure that shit came out four years ago yeah, it was four years ago. Golly. That's crazy, bro. Damn, really came out four years ago. I remember getting that motherfucker, listening to it frontwards and backwards. Because the objective of that album was to listen to it backwards. But I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. I appreciate y'all for listening. Damn, I went 28 minutes. That's a goddamn shame. I'm out.